welcome to the second episode of this podcast. I'm really excited for today's episode because we're going to be going into my story. And the way that I really want to go about this is I want to cut it in three phases just so that you know kind of what's what's happening and where we're at. The first phase is really when I was growing up. The second phase is my awakening period and then post-awakening. And I hope that this story or my story at least serves you as kind of like an anchor as to who I am, where I'm coming from, and why I keep talking about all the things that I'm talking about on my Instagram, why I'm so passionate about it really. So without further ado, let's get into it. So I was born in Venezuela and I was born to two parents, obviously, (laughs) a Italian father and a Venezuelan mother. And the way that our life happened is basically the moment that I was born, we moved. And from that moment, it never stopped. So we left to Mexico when I was zero. So I was around three weeks old. We leave or a month. Let's say I was a month old. Then we are in Mexico for about three years. Then we moved to France. From there, we went to Holland and then we just kept hopping around. And what that created in me, and this is how I kind of recognize or this is the after effects that I've noticed in myself is that I shut myself off completely to all emotional anything. So basically I plunged myself or I was plunged into a world of constant movement and to alleviate or to make that easier on myself, I basically said, you know what? I'm not going to feel. Keep in mind, I have a moon in cancer. So my moon is in cancer in the fourth house, which means that that stability point with the family and that stability point with emotions is so important for me and growing up honestly I think I had no conscious awareness or conscious touch point with it all I remember feeling was happiness excitement joy I was a very charismatic baby I was a very happy baby and I loved traveling like I really loved the whole moving aspect of it I do want to preface the this episode by saying that I acknowledge and I understand my privilege I always had a roof over my head I always had food all the basic necessities were always taken care of and that's not something that I ever had to worry about so I'm very grateful for that and I do acknowledge that but moving forward from that as I was moving around and as we were hopping from place to place there was a big part of me that just wasn't connecting to my emotional body and also coming from a family where you don't get taught how to grieve, for example, you don't get taught the basic ways to really maneuver yourself through emotional turbulence, which also is how our society raises us to be, to just continue and go. And it doesn't matter what you're feeling. It doesn't matter how you're being. You're just go, 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 go. That whole mix just made it easier for me to shut off everything and say, let's keep going. Let's just keep traveling. Let's just keep going. Let's keep leaving friends and communities behind and continuing forward. So I lived the majority of my life like that up until I was in university. The moment that I get to university, I, at this point, I graduate from high school. I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. And I decided to go with international business. So a part of me wanted to do psychology, but I said, you know what, let's just go with international business. It's safer. And that began a whole new journey in the Netherlands, in Rotterdam. So I signed up for this bachelor. And the first year that I do it, I realized like, okay, this is not really, something just wasn't grabbing me, but there wasn't a part of me that thought, okay, I'm going to quit. I'm going to restart. I'm going to find something else. So at the same time that I was having kind of these thoughts, somebody was advertising a double degree with philosophy. So I was able to do business and add on philosophy. So I take that on. I was like, oh my God, I've always loved philosophy. I've always loved debating and thinking about things that are outside of like this conventional norm and this conventional 
way of daily living, right? So I sign up for this, fall in love with it. I realize and wake up. It's like, this was like a first awakening to the fact that everything that I already thought about society, everything that I already thought about myself, all the ways that I was feeling and thinking and being kind of, I had never been able to put into words. And somehow all these great philosophers were had written books and theories and whole like whole worlds of ways of thinking that were so in alignment with who I was and what I believed in. So that truly saved and kept me in business. I continued with philosophy, acing every exam. I loved it so much. And this moves us kind of into the second phase. So I had already been graduated for a year and I was debating whether or not to go into a master's. And that summer specifically, I had a, it was August of 2020, I remember, I had a big friendship fight and it ended up becoming a breakup. So a friendship separation. Two days after this friendship breakup, I find human design. Literally human design falls on my lap for some reason, some way. And I become obsessed. I was already obsessed with astrology and I knew a fair bit, but I fell completely in love with human design. I took a coaching course. I found all the ways and all the resources that I could to just deep dive as much as I could into my chart, literally decoded every gate, went deep into what does it mean to be a manifester? What does it mean to be emotional? What does it mean to be a three, five, have inner vision? You know, like I went so deep into my chart that it just became such an obsession for that year. So at the same time that I'm waking up and that I'm finding human design, I'm starting my master's. I had applied for a full-time job. I was in a relationship. I was living with a roommate in a really nice apartment. Everything was just flowing really well and everything was lining up for what was to come. It was like the slow building up of my next, of my life basically. And that year, as I'm diving deeper into human design, I realize and I wake up to the fact that I have a freaking body. I have a body. I have emotions. I have a body that speaks to me. I have a mind that is controlled by so many programs and traumas and things of the past that no longer serve me. So that whole year was a deep dive into reprogramming my mind, reprogramming my thoughts, reprogramming my beliefs, going into body work, going into yoga, breath work, tapping, hypnosis, like diving into all the tools that I basically preach about today and use with the people that I'm helping and coaching. And that's really where everything started that year after that awakening. This brings us beautifully into the third portion, which is my post-awakening period. So post-awakening, I live that year and I just told myself, you know what, like I'm going to finish my master's. I'm going to finish everything that I've started, but I'm going to stay focused on all these things that I'm discovering. So that year was so much harder than I expected. When I first found human design, when I first woke up to myself, I thought, holy shit, this is so much fun. This is so amazing that I'm now aware of something that is so much bigger than myself. Like there is an entity, there's a soul in me that is so much greater than this persona that I've built for myself, this joya that I've created. And this is so much fun. Right. And that was like the first month to two months of that period. I remember diving deep into Joe Dispenza's book, How to Break the Habit of Being Yourself. That changed everything for me. Highly recommend reading that book if you're in a similar space where you just want to understand kind of your emotional body, also your schemas, like what is in your brain, what are your beliefs and how can you break away from them basically. So that book was guiding me. And I remember around month three, I started experiencing the darkest 
like strangest period of my entire existence where I was just constantly purging. I was constantly crying. Everything that I was reprogramming was just so tough. And there were so many things that were coming up about my past. And there were so many triggers in my relationship that were just bringing me into like the deepest, darkest spaces. And I was probably crying like on and off three to four times a week that whole year, honestly. Maybe less, maybe I'm exaggerating, but it was just such a moment of deep purging. And at the same time, I'm in this full-time job. I'm in this full-time master's. All of it was kind of in my field. Didn't know how to maneuver it all. I was just learning. I was literally in the process of learning how to maneuver it all, discovering my emotional body for the first time. It was such a mess, but it was looking back, honestly, it was such a pivotal year. Near the end of that year, I decide with all this noise that's around me, I'm trying to learn how to hear myself when I've, I don't know how to, and I don't even know what I sound like. And from that moment, I decided, you know what, I need to leave everything. It wasn't an easy decision, but it was an urge that I had. And over time, I realized it just started solidifying more and more. I remember having this idea of like, what if I just move, isolate myself and kind of turn off all this radio fucking fuzz that I'm hearing from my life, you know, from the job, from the masters, from the friends, from all the things. And slowly that idea just started becoming more and more juicy to me. I was like, holy shit, that actually sounds amazing. Until one day I was like, you know what, I'm going to do it. So I quit the job. I left my relationship, which was so hard. I stopped the rental contract in Rotterdam with my roommate. I packed all my things and I left. And I was like, you know what, this hopefully will be for three months. And I'll be back and I'll move to Amsterdam because all my friends were at the time moving to Amsterdam. I'll move to Amsterdam with you guys. Everything will be good. Everyone will be happy. Like we'll be back on track. Just give me a few months to like figure this shit out. That three months ended up being a year. And that year was, it was the year that I went deeper into hypnosis. I took coaching trainings, coaching masterminds. I was in one specific mastermind that I absolutely loved with Peter Crone amazing. He's a mind architect. That's what he calls himself. And truly I see it and I feel it. The way that he can just go into your mind and understand exactly where that one thought and that one place, that one thing that you're talking about, where that comes from is just insane. Highly recommend um, learning from this guy. But anyways, finish that. And then I end up signing up for a somatic training because I'm like, you know what, all the tools that I'm using, I want to be able to use on others but also from that standpoint of understanding the body from that trauma-informed space. So I ended up taking that training, ended up moving to Portugal. I went actually into a human design house, which was so interesting. And I can do a whole separate episode about this if it's interesting to you. That really taught me a lot, especially because after that year of quote-unquote isolation, I went into this house and I was socializing and being put in spaces where I had to be in constant contact with people again, which I hadn't for a year. And... It was so fun to see how far I had come and how much I had grown, how much I had become more of myself, how much I had grown into myself, the amount of self-love that I had cultivated, and in turn, the amount of love that I was able to give to so many people. It was mind-blowing to me, and it was truly just, yeah, it showed me how important it is to actually do the work. And it was actually the year, I think after that year, and I call it isolation, but I did have the option to socialize. I just wouldn't because I found that in my own space, I could really just hear myself so much more. And there's so much that came from that year. I can do a whole episode just from that year also. <laughs> so two episodes I could do next. Let me know if that's of interest to you. But yeah, being in Portugal and understanding and seeing the impact that all the work that I had done on myself had had on me, 
only made me want to take it out and move it further. So I ended up staying in Portugal for around a year. And it's in that time that I had the urge again to start my Instagram, to really come back online and bring out all these things that I had been learning and amassing over those three plus years and really start helping people and really start helping empowering people. I think my biggest learning in the past few years, especially diving so deep into myself, is that all we need to do is empower people by giving them the tools to understand their bodies, give them the knowledge, give them the skills to be able to just come back to their bodies, listen to their bodies, almost like put a microphone back into their bodies so that they can know what the body is feeling and then what to do with it. What am I supposed to do in this moment? What am I supposed to, how can I better this anxious moment? How can I better sit with this fear that I'm feeling right now? Like all these crazy emotions that we're constantly feeling, they're just asking to be heard so that we can literally sit with them and then know what to do with them. So my goal with this podcast and this Instagram account and all the programs that I'm going to be releasing is really to bring people back into their bodies and to do body healing first and then target the mind. I like to do both together. So I hope that my programs will help you in some way, but also just teach you that you are the powerful tool that you need to heal yourself. You don't need anything else. You don't need anyone else. You don't need some retreat somewhere, some course somewhere, a training here, a training there. You really just need yourself. And you just need someone to teach you how to use the technology that you have, which is your body, to heal yourself. That's all you need. So hopefully my courses will be able to transmit this message and my programs and everything that I'm going to be releasing this year. I wanted to keep this episode as brief and as short and as straight to the point as possible. And again, if there's anything that you wanted to double click on, like my story when I was isolating myself or the human design house, let me know. Those are fun stories to tell always. And yeah, thank you for listening. Sending you so much love.